0: We're just going to go into it.
1: Okay. We're live now. So here we are. Today is uh, Tuesday, June 9th, 2020. And you got the guest star of the... No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Just let him go.
2: Nope.
1: I'm not a guest star, though. Nope. I'm more of like the star. So check it out. My name is Ulysses Molina, Ulysses Molina, UU, whatever you want to call me. Uh, I'm a mixed martial artist fighter. Uh, number reigning. one. Number one. California. Out of two forty six. Uh, but we're not counting. But top five, dead or alive. West Coast. Uh I'm here just to Seven uh, fights in put my opinions and my uh thoughts out into the world, who I am as a person, what I like to do, uh the hobbies I have outside of fighting. Um I got a great support system. I think that's very key in doing what I'm doing. Um but yeah, for the most part the journey started uh, when I sh- began wrestling, didn't even know it, but little, but slowly but surely started turning into fighting. I did uh, one year of college wrestling here at Skyline in San Bruno Junior College. Um, I quit; didn't go back to school. I mainly was only going to school just to wrestle. I didn't even like to go to school. I just wanted to go back to wrestle because I had such a passion for it, and I, l- I just loved to wrestle. And my my, my initial goals or aspirations i guess were to be a division one ncaa champion fell short very short but (coughs) i guess certain things in your happen i mean certain things in your life happen for a reason and uh which is how i got led into what i'm doing now but long story short my uncle passed away we had a family-owned restaurant his wife took over fired our family we got left with nothing and uh Here I am finding myself not knowing if I wanted to take my scholarships to go wrestle or to go get a degree or what. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life in the moment. But I was in a very, uh, how do you say, um, crucial moment in my life, I guess, 17 going on 18, about to graduate high school, Uh, have a wide range of scholarships to go wrestle, to go to school. Um, And I actually turned them all down. I I kind of foresaw the future and what was gonna happen if I took the the financial aid and the the scholarship and the free money. I knew I was gonna just screw it off, not go to class. Yeah, I go to r- go. My main thing was I wanted to wrestle. I loved wrestling, and that was it. Uh, but I foresaw myself taking that scholarship, not taking it seriously, not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, just because I thought that. That's what my grandfather wanted for me. That's what my mom wanted for me. They wanted me to take those scholarships, but I didn't want the scholarships. I didn't want to take the free money and go screw off and do what I knew I was going to do. So I think I kind of weaved around a big... uh, I I didn't dig a hole for myself, I guess I should say, but (coughs) I knew I was just not going to take it seriously, so I didn't do it. I ended up staying home, went and wrestled here at the local junior college, to kind of figure out that I have such a drive and a passion for being an athlete. So what was the next best thing after wrestling? Fighting, mixed martial arts. I didn't know how to start. Uh, I started looking at gyms, but kind of slowly got back into it. And I ended up at a gym here in San Francisco called El Nino Training Center, which is uh, owned by UFC fighter and veteran Gilbert Melendez. Um, yeah, that was the start of the journey.
0: How'd you get introduced to that? Or what made you want to fight from wrestling? No contact to full contact, everything. Fists, knees, elbows, blood, all that. Uh, well, I think it was more so, too, I, I
1: don't know. I just love to compete. Competition is something that has always driven me. It's always it's like, how, like what's the biggest challenge you can put in front of me for me to overcome? And I think that's that's where the, the the passion, I guess, grew. I wanted to make that transition from wrestling to fighting. It was the same. Everything was kind of the same in essence of the hard work, the determination, the mindset. Everything it took for wrestling to be great is the same in mixed martial arts. It's the same characteristics it takes to be great in the same sport. Yeah, okay, granted, they're two different sports, but the characteristics to be great in them both are the
0: same. You started wrestling with Jesse? What, like seven? Six? Eleven. 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 Damn, yeah. I my mind, I, f- I feel so like I you guys w- were hella young still. Kids. Dude, it, it's crazy
1: because when I first started playing Pop Warner, six years old, f- full contact football. Not that I was scared, but I just didn't know what it was going to bring. Like, it was something very new to me. It was like, oh, man, I got to put on all these pads and go hit another kid. And I don't know when I felt that first clash of helmets and that first physical contact. It was like I don't know. It was a rush of adrenaline, and it, it, there's nothing like it. And ever since that day, I just knew I was a I was a physical kid. I, I like being physical. I like to put just hands on. That's what I am. Is hands on, you know. And <coughs> when I when I when I first went to my first wrestling practice ever, I'll never forget this because it was like. Uh, it was like, damn! Here, here is the sport where everything relies on you. There's no team aspect to it. It's not this guy didn't make his block or this guy didn't read the play right. No, if you lose, it's on you. There's no blaming anybody. There's no blaming the coach. You didn't show up to practice. You didn't go train. That's your fault. You know. And I think that was kind of something that I that I really that like kind of really stuck with me was it was all up to me. So if I lost, it's my fault. If I won, it's my
0: fault. Yeah, and I feel like us coming up, too, it was no no fear for you because you were, for a while, always the smallest one. Um, it was me, your brother, and then you, and you were always the smallest one. Right. We didn't really worry about size or age or whatever. It was everybody was on their own. And if you play, we all play the same, and everybody plays the same. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> as far as fear, I don't think you've had that fear. You ever had that fear of getting hurt or being the little guy, or watch out for him, or whatever. It was us three, and we just go, and it was what it is. And what it, we're five years, and then four years older than your brother. Yeah,
1: yeah. Me and my brother, year and a half apart, and me and you were five s- years.
0: No six. No five. You're about to be thirty. I mean, you're about <laughs> to be twenty-five.
1: Yeah, and you're about to be thirty-one. Six years, bro. Whatever. <laughs> you year old. A- 89 to 95?
0: Well, learn how to do math. I thought you were good at math, bro. No, but it was June <laughs> and then July. Uh, uh,
1: July comes after June. Yeah.
0: So it's not six.
2: <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> Five years and 11 months, bro. Okay, whatever. Who's counting? But going back to whatever. Yeah, I, n- I never had fear uh, of, I don't know, just anything in general. I'm, I'm the type of person that's like, you could tell me something, and i will be like, yeah, okay, I'm going to go find out for myself. I'm not going to sit here and take your word or, I I don't know, base it off your experience. I got to go experience it for myself. And uh, I don't know. I've always been like that. I've never been one to just, like,
0: uh, wait on somebody else. Well, even the whole journey, when you started here with Gil, from Gil to finding your own fight with Jordan, then you guys left, what, a few months later after your first fight and traveled across the... Two United States and jumped the border? Point. Yeah. And then you guys what? Well the, well, the crazy thing was,
1: is, so also to going going back to first starting at the gym, I didn't even, I, I, saw, I saw Jordan on Instagram. And this dude's doing his thing, went from Arizona. He, well, so here was the, the funny thing is, initially, me and him were supposed to go to Arizona State together. He went, but I didn't. But I was going to go there to wrestle and take my scholarship whatever do my thing he was going to do his because he ar- in his mind when we wrest- when we were wrestling in high school uh, at Sarah he was always in the back of his mind is MMA 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 he started boxing he joined the high school wrestling team just for MMA he didn't care about wrestling as a sport in itself he just wanted to know how to wrestle for MMA <laughs> but uh yeah I, I don't know it was funny because I didn't I didn't even know he was
0: really training at El Nino so how f- how much time was in between before he left the school and you guys seen him at the gym? Or you actually saw him at the gym on a fluke, huh? Yeah,
1: exactly my point. I was watching him from from Instagram from afar, and I'm like, damn, this dude's doing his thing. Like that shit looks fun. I started. I went to a couple of his fights before I even enter or like uh, join the gym, and that's kind of where I was like, I was envisioning myself. I was sitting in those Dragon House bleachers over there at Keysar. I'm sitting there just envisioning myself, like, damn, I could do this. This shit is easy. Not easy, but. It's something you can like do. If I put myself to it, I'll make it look easy, you know? All these guys, bro, I was just watching them from the, from the bleachers, man. And I'm like, these guys have no skill. It literally looks like they picked this dude up off the street, sh- showed him a double leg, showed him how to throw an over t-, t. Woodley overhand right, and they're like, yo, let's get in there. Strap the shimpaz on, strap the gloves on, let's go. That's literally what it looked like. But. Going back to the gym, I, I like I was just watching him from afar, and I'm like, "Damn, this dude's doing his thing." Like, that's what's up. And then I kind of started seeing Aaron Pico when I, when, when I and I, and
0: you wrestled with him. It's
1: funny because yeah, not only that, but like even back then when we were on Team California together, he always was saying he was going to transition to mixed martial arts. He just wanted to make his name in <laughs> wrestling because he loved wrestling. He wanted to do his thing in wrestling, be an <laughs> Olympic champion, then go off. To do MMA, but even then, seeing him doing his thing and where he was at, getting signed to Bellator at 19 years old, it was like here are all these guys that have Cejudo, all these guys that have been around in 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 the sport itself, wrestling. The guys I've been around, or what the experiences I've had in that, and all these guys transitioning, making the transition, going to fight, and making a living from it. I mean, look at Suhudo now. He is what he is. But my my point being is, like, if they can do it, why can't I do it? What separates them from me? And it's absolutely nothing. Nothing separates them. Yeah, they may have had a better, like, starting point. They had an advantage in the fact that, yeah, he's already a phenom here in wrestling or he's an Olympic champion. They had that to their advantage. But also, that shit didn't come easy. They worked for that shit, too. But on the flip side... It was like you had to pick. I had to pick these guys' brains, to see what, what they were doing, differently from me, and why I didn't get the results I wanted in wrestling, and it was simply because, I didn't want it as bad as I said I did. Yeah, I wanted it, and I, you know, I, I would tell, I would profess my, my goals and what I wanted to do with it, but I never was like. Putting in the work that was, like, really necessary to get there. Yeah, I was putting in work, but I guess I never was putting in the right work. To get Olympic gold. Yeah. Or
0: just because now it's – I see the ethic now, your work ethic now, and it's gym every day, workout every day, maybe two, three times a day, and it's not even just, like, let me do half an hour or let me do uh, an hour. It's two hours, three hours, killing it, whether it's hitting the bag, uh, strength and conditioning, whatever it has got to be done, it's got to be done. And it's little adaptations. It's not – I need to go to TriStar and I need to be here with this person and this person has to coach me. It's get it where you can get it and you whatever it takes. <clears throat> and I think that's, that's something that I've
1: taken from the experiences I've had of, from all these high-level guys or being just being in a high-level atmosphere in general is it's not, it's not up to the external forces to to make you great. The greatness is within me. It's in within you. It's in within everybody. You just have to go tap into that like that little piece of your brain that lets you see the potential that everybody else sees in you, but you can't see. To break through, exactly. <laughs> you need that breakthrough, yeah. What so do you
2: think is the biggest misconception of becoming an MMA fighter? Because I feel like a lot of people do think it's just gym and that's it, <laughs> and it's so I, not I like think that. A lot
0: of people think it's just oh, I can fight on the street, I can fight in the cage. Yeah, or it's like I, you're not I, I got this heavy <laughs> overhand and I'm good. I'll just let my hands go, yeah. Or I mean,
1: I yeah, no, for sure. There, there's, there's definitely some different thing. I mean, I don't know. To the outside world, it, it looks like something because okay, I'll put it to you like this: fighting is instinctual, right? There's no, there's no necessary, there's not necessarily a, a right body type to fight. You don't gotta be tall. You don't gotta be short. You don't gotta be thick. You don't gotta be buff or whatever. You know, fighting is instinctual. So I think people get the misconception that anybody can fight, I can do it. But then when they really put themselves to it and they see what it takes, they back down because it's like they, they don't have the mental fortitude to keep pushing through the adversity, getting hit in the face, getting broken bones, or losing a fight that you should have won by a mile.
0: That's that Mike Tyson, that famous line, everybody has a plan until they get hit exactly Punch in the face. And it's I mean, I know for sure I'm not trying to fight just for fun or just for contract or whatever.
1: Right. And and I think that's another thing too is you have to be able to to how do you say it, know your role. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't say you know, like perfect example. There's all these dudes out here on Instagram saying that they're training every day. All they post is training. All they post is training. But then when you see them in real life, they're not even training. They're not they're they're eating bad. They're not training. And they're, they're talking about other things that doesn't even matter in their life, relationships or somebody who did them wrong or whatever the case may be. For me, my mind is 24-7 on fighting. I go home after training and I watch fights. I'm done watching fights. I go listen to the fighters on a podcast. Like, I- I'm just constantly evolving myself evolving myself in my mind, but also watching how these guys...
0: Uh, it's something if you've taken all on as a lifestyle. It, yeah, exactly. It's a lifestyle. And, and that's what I don't think a lot of people understand is that it's a lifestyle. you got to literally
1: eat, breathe, sleep, and shit Everything, fighting. yep. And I think I've, I've reached that point. I- it's literally to the point where I wake up every morning and I'm like, I'm trying to dictate my workouts, when I'm going to do this, and when I'm going to do my strength and conditioning, when I'm going to hit pads, when I'm going to get a good rolling, or if I'm going to just take the day off to rest, whatever it is. But I'm constantly just thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it. And I think when you constantly think about something, you really manifest it into your life. It comes to you. You no longer have to go chasing for it.
0: So No, the hunger's there, and, you're, and you just want it. So you'll go and you'll look for it, whatever you need to make it happen for
1: exactly, you. Exactly, and, it, and it, it even goes back to the same thing with my first fight. These guys didn't want to give me a fight. They said I wasn't ready. I didn't have a blue belt. Yada yada. Whatever the case was, they they were putting ceilings on me. And when you start to put a ceiling on me, I'm gonna either recognize it. Nah, you know what? I I recognize it, but I'm gonna have to I, I'm gonna have to figure my way to break through. Is what I'm you know. So th- there's be like for instance, they didn't want to give me a fight because they said I wasn't ready. I left the gym. I got a fight. And I knocked the kid out, I TKO'd him in the first round. But my point being is that I knew I was ready. They didn't know I was ready. They thought I wasn't ready. I knew I was ready, so I went out there and did it. And then after the fight, they're all coming up to me. Oh, dude, how come you didn't so say, you're, oh, you're at Dragon House now. How come you didn't fight out of El Nino? Dude, for, you know what I'm, I'm not going to sit here and claim somebody that doesn't want to help me out.
0: But you think they did that to protect you or just because they... Think they ready, so I think they have people not put ready. their
2: own standards on people. I,
1: exactly. They, they, yeah. they portray their insecurities. So for me, it was like they didn't want to let me fight because here's this guy who came from a good wrestling background and he's going to surpass everybody that's in the gym already here in two years. They kind of foresaw that. So they didn't want you to outshine? Pretty much. what I think. Same thing with Jordan, too. You know, they were all telling him, hey, you're not ready for your pro debut. You're not ready for your pro debut. And look at what he did. Comes in and knocks him out off his back with elbows yeah. you know what i'm saying so that that's th- and i think that's where th- the difference that i have too is i'm not going to sit here and let you tell me what i'm capable of i know what i'm capable of you're not going to sit here and tell me i'm not ready just because i don't got a blue belt whatever whatever it is you're not going yeah, I'm, to i'm not hearing none of that is what it really is you're not going to tell me what i'm capable of because i know what i'm capable of and from day one i knew who i was and i knew what i wanted so i'm not going to settle for any less and it goes back to what you're saying about know your worth. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's like a lot of people settle because it works in their in their favor. They're happy being there. Exactly. I made it They're to comfortable. I be they don't they don't have to. <laughs> I I don't know. They don't have to go out of their comfort zone to get something that's can just be handed to you. You know? Why am I gonna go all the way across the world to train with some of the best when I can just stay right here and beat these the, the you know, these D level guys and look like a superstar.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of people settle. Too many people settle.
2: I think people either settle or they're worried about image more than anything. Uh, like, oh image I, have is to number train one. I think here, it is I have to work with these people. I have to be at a nice gym. And that's and that's yeah. what I'm
1: saying too, is like you, these guys on Instagram, all they do is post about fighting. Mm-hmm. And it's like they gotta give that image off to everybody else. Oh, he's training every day. Damn, that's all he does is train. When in reality, you know in your mind that's not what you're doing. You're just
0: posting it to make everybody else believe.
2: Your five minutes of push ups. I think the <laughs> you know,
0: well on the local level it's you you're worried about your image because you gotta see these people more than once and it's like well, if I take a loss, then uh, what are they going to think about me? Too many people are scared to lose. Instead of looking at a loss as an experience to to study up and get learn better, do more, boom, do more Because nobody wants to be time.
2: authentic these days. I feel like people forget that. Like yes. the more authentic, more. They're like, oh, okay, like I can get down with you. You're real. Absu-
1: that's absolutely right. Nobody is authentic. They they, especially here in the Bay Area. I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who just feed off other people's limelight. Then it's like, okay. His limelight is is dim now. Where's the next one?
2: Yeah.
1: Whose who's who's light am I going to shine under?
0: And Whose light con- am I going to take? Whose coattails am I going to ride? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I feel like that's the internet's fault too because how many world travelers do you have on Instagram? How many people have seen this and everything, don't have a job and are traveling the world and got the newest car and got this and that? But and also like too,
1: they don't see how much it takes to have a page like that. Yeah, you're traveling the world and you got all this stuff, but... How much time and effort are you really putting into editing uploading your photos uploading your videos putting this out when promoting this and you know what i'm saying there's so many different aspects that goes into like you can just look at a page for instance the people who are doing uh, the birria tacos and all these things right now you know it's big yeah but how much work goes into that behind the scenes H- how, how, how late are they up at night preparing the meat for tomorrow <laughs> I'll later, you know, how many times do they run to the grocery store to go pick up everything that they need just to get that you know, one good picture?
2: That's what's scary, though, because it could be both sides. You have the people that work their ass off to make that, and you have the other people that just fake it, like, oh, I bought this. But the people that work their ass off
0: are not the ones with the greatest pictures of this and that because they don't have time for that. It's like I tell this guy all the time. We don't have pictures, and we don't have media, and we don't have this and that because we're too busy getting busy.
2: Yeah. Like, right. there's no
0: time to. Oh, how am I going to take a picture and hold the mitts and he's going to be hitting the bag and taking pictures and whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't make all these videos and whatever. Yeah. I can't take all these pictures and travel to all these places and have all these cars and. All right. Whatever. It, whatever. Whatever it is, not just fighting or photography or going to work or it's whatever. It's everything. Just
1: having a passion for something in general. When you, th- but and I think that's what separates it is I have such a burning desire and a passion for what I do is that I'm going to do whatever it takes at all costs, by any means necessary. But then you got these guys who separated as, ah, oh, I got my real life where I'm comfortable and I'm settled and I got my job, my finances, and everything taken care of, but then I got this hobby of mine that I really like, but I don't, I don't know if I should go ten toes down in it because it's not going give to give back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think so, too many so people are me, scared to jump out the deep end. Exactly. And for me, from day one, I always told myself, I'm ten toes down on this shit. It doesn't matter what happens to me. Through all the obstacles, the adversity, the ups, the downs, it doesn't matter what happens to me. I'm going to always persevere and persist and keep going forward. I'm not going to ever go back on my word, meaning that I'm not going to be one foot in, one foot out. I've, I've been both both feet in since day one, and that's the one promise I've made to myself, and I'm going to keep it to myself. Because I, I can't I can't afford I've already sacrificed way too much to give up now.
0: Plus I need that eighty <laughs> percent.
2: <laughs> Plus I need that, no, that eighty percent you heard it here.
1: You heard it here. Eighty percent. He's mistaken It's point eighty. So anyways, that's not even a full percent. So
0: it's <laughs> 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 okay, you get that McGregor money, I'm good with my point eight. Exactly.
2: What but is your next step, you think? Like what's your next big goal? For sure to for d- fighting
1: professionally fight. Have my first pro fight. But like I said, I'm not, I'm not here to rush it. Yeah. Th- and, and, and that's another thing is I'm willing to go through it to get to it. I'm not, I'm not taking any shortcuts. I'm not weaving around the hard parts. I'm not, that's the thing. I take these obstacles and these challenges and I face them head on. I don't look at it and say, I don't look at anybody in, in, in MMA or anybody or anything. And I don't say that's Oh, that's too hard to do, or that's that challenge is way out of my realm. No, it's more of how am I going to figure my way around it? What do do I got
0: to do differently in order to achieve that, in order to overcome that? That's the difference. (laughs) That's the difference because too many people are hung up on being McGregor. So they watch McGregor for so long instead of being themselves. Exactly. Yeah. So, (laughs) like, I want to be, I want to be Mike, but you're too busy watching Mike that you're never dribbling the ball. And you're never taking the shots. You're not up late at night shooting it like he was on Space Jam. And his dad had to come out, go to sleep. Yeah, it's a bad example. But, I mean, but that's what it is. is how many times oh, has my ahorita told us, you want to be a pitcher? Get out there. Throw the ball a thousand times. You got to make it in that bucket. And it's the same thing with your fighting. How many people are up the same hours that you are studying the fight? Living the fight. Rewatching your old fights hitting the mitts, hitting the bag, hitting the gym, whatever it is, sweat session, all the hours that we've put in, that you've put in, are more than double of what I've put in. But right. that's and because it, you want it. You have your vision of having that belt wrapped around you. Yeah. And you're not willing to stop at anything.
1: Yeah, and then it goes back to the same thing. It's really how bad do you want it, which which goes back to, Your words and your actions. You say one thing, but you do another. The correlation has to be there. I can't say I want to be a world champion, but I wake up tomorrow and I sit on my ass and eat McDonald's all day.
0: Or you wake up tomorrow at 9 p.m., 12 p.m., and maybe you hit the gym at 3 and, oh, well, there's a party tonight and I got to go. I got to make my appearance. Exactly,
1: and I think that's another thing is a lot...
0: People don't prioritize
1: yeah look look at how many people have shot me down and told me that I wasn't going to be shit and that I was and that this is dumb and why do I want to get hurt but look where I am now now everybody wants to jump on the train now everybody wants to be a part of it why? because I'm starting to build that limelight for myself I want to be forgotten. the light is shining it's been shining. I knew it was always shining now I just got to go out to the world and prove it show them let them see my life but like I said, I'm not here to prove anything to anybody. It's n- I'm not here to prove anybody wrong. I'm here to prove myself right. And I think that's, li- and goes back to the same thing, the image. People are so focused on how everybody looks at them or what they think of them when in reality, it's like you got to just be yourself, unfiltered, and whoever's going to jump on is going to jump on and they're going to love you for your oth- authentic self. You can't be, it's like what Bob Marley says, I'd rather be, Hated for who I am than for love for who I'm not. You know, so you 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 try so hard. You know, it's crazy because I feel like a lot of people put way more energy into being someone that they're not than just being themselves. When in reality, all the energy you're putting into being in that person that you're not can be flipped around to just being yourself. And you'll find more true happiness. You'll have that self-awareness. You'll be able to distinguish whether certain people are supposed to be in your life or not or who's supposed to be on the journey with you certain people who you always thought were down for you and then you realize they're not down for me or you realize that they never me- meant to be in the in the picture anyways. but that's okay me i'm willing to pay that price i'm willing to lose people i love i'm willing to lose my family i'm willing to lose whoever it is along this journey in order to get what i got i can always go back and you know make amends with them or make things right but the one thing that'll never be back is time and the opportunities, And that's one thing I'm never going to let, let slip through my hands. Too many times I've let opportunities slip. Too many times I've wasted my time. So I'm done doing that shit, you know. And it's, it, and it's through those experiences that have led me to where I am now that I've learned to have those
0: values, to have those, the, the, to be able to prioritize. Yeah, I think a lot of people have a misconception of success. People think that success comes easy or, sex or success is glamorized and they only see the end result instead of seeing the journey of how hard it is to be successful. Yes, How many times you have to kill yourself late at night or how many times you have to wake up early even after having a long night or sometimes not even sleep at all and just push straight through. People don't understand. Sometimes you don't eat. Sometimes you... Don't go to hang out and or yeah. whatever it is. Whatever sacrifices you have to make, sacrifices have to be made in order to find success. And people do not see that, especially now our age. People just want the glamour, the 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 the. Of course, because the you mindset gotta, of success. Yeah,
1: you also have. We're also in a generation now where everything lives on the internet. If you didn't do it on the internet, it's not true. Or if it wasn't on Instagram, it's not true. So, which goes back to to the whole. The generation in, in, as a whole, they idolize ignorance. It's kind of like, like look at all this, this new TikTok. Oh, it's I can't like, what's, what's the, <laughs> <laughs> my point exactly. Oh my gosh. What's the dumbest shit you can do in order to get recognized? Now you're being rec- do, and that's what I'm saying. This generation <laughs> idolizes ignorance. Look at all the stuff going on in the world. Why? Because it, it, it's, it's a product of the ignorance being
0: idolized. It's what by any means necessary to be seen. Not they're, necessarily they're to success. go it's to go viral, to be yeah to be seen is what makes you successful now, or what makes you as long as the neighbor knows who I am, and then once the neighbor knows who I am, as long as everybody on the internet knows who I am, even if it's something stupid. Ask
1: ask somebody in the generation who who uh, who Warren Buffett is. How many of them will know? Ask them how many know six nine, that retard with the damn rainbow hair. Ask, ask them, them how them. many know who the president <laughs> you know what I'm saying like three that.
0: terms ago was. Ask them yeah. what year the United States started. The people don't know. No. Y- and you've lived here your whole life. Exactly. And exactly. even outside of the U.S., if it's not the U.S., ask about world issues that are going on now. People don't know what's going on. But uh, but they know who
1: well, of course, and that's Kylie thing. Jenner the, the is the or the new
0: lipstick she's got out or whatever. It's,
1: it's a pattern. Look at the whole thing with the racism. It's something that just keeps getting swept under the rug. Until what? Somebody brings light to it and it has to take a dude getting kneed on for nine minutes on the back of his neck to realize, wow, there's actually racism in the world. Seriously? What about everybody before that? Oscar Grant from the BART who got shot by BART police, not even a real policeman. That was a, a BART police. B-A-R-T. BART. Police, B-A-R-T, Bart <laughs> Bay Area Rapid Transit Police. <laughs> That's not a real police officer. You got shot by a security officer and these guys are still letting off the hook. Getting let off the hook. You know,
0: so well they brought the cops. They're yeah, doing, yeah, they're but doing still, the, 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 and I'm sure their time inside is not going to be easy, even if you're in secure. Of course, yeah. but the thing is, again, but it goes back to the principle. It's it. It's it, it also a hype. People believe or get into the hype because right, look at right. all these people that get killed or unseen that we don't hear about, or look at right, the exactly. look at the other guy, the cop that got killed for trying to stop the dude with the TV, David Dorn, and. and Whatever. What about him? What about all the other pl- everybody and, else that gets shot every weekend in in Northeast DC or in Chicago or whatever? And whatever. And exactly my point. So
1: why why is it that it had to take this guy to get need on for nine minutes for the whole world to realize that there's racism in the world just because it was caught on camera? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I don't. I, I and that's a misconception people have about me or about us or people that think like me is that we don't believe it's out there or we don't care about the black people right or we don't whatever and it's not even that it's yeah my skin's it's light but right. I see the injustices out there I see everything that's going on out there I put up with whatever of course I just think it's w- how you take your life and make something of it look yeah, at you perfect example your guys' dad okay your guys' dad was in and out but everybody's going to blame Oh, what was my Maulita just saying? I had both my parents, and you right. guys didn't have anything, and this and that. But it's not that. It's what we choose to be. Nobody chose for you to fight. Right. Nobody chose for you to get up and go to the gym or go up and get running or go swimming like you used to when the pools were open at 5 in the morning. Yeah. Nobody chose for you guys to leave 3,000 miles plus and go train at Tri- go TriStar train for, twice a, for a, day a year with and know nothing.
1: less than $4,000 in my bank account living in you know what I'm saying? Living with, with literally nothing, bro. I'm living off forty, fifty dollars of grocery money a week. I'm, you know, I'm sometimes I'm not even gonna eat because I want to train. And not only that, I can't eat because I I can't afford to. I gotta save it for tomorrow or the next day. I need to have food for tomorrow and the next day and the weekend. So you know, and 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 that's those are the things that go
0: unaccounted for that nobody sees. Yeah, and that's what makes success, and that's part of that success that but an ideal the ideal life that everybody wants to live or everybody thinks is a, is attainable. Yeah, it's attainable, but it takes a lot of work. It takes
1: and and that's another thing dedication too, though, is I'm not I'm also not somebody who's over here b- bragging and blaring about the hardships I've been through. I take them on the chin and I keep going. You know what I'm saying? I'm not over here, "Oh, nobody helped me and nobody fed me." No, nah, dude, that's my problem. I got to figure out my own meal. I got to figure out when I'm going to eat whatever, you know? I gotta do my own laundry. I gotta take my shit to the to the this. Go do that. Nobody's gonna do it for me. And that's kinda and that's kind of something that I like with like with my mom, perfect example. She won wa- she loves us so much to the point that she'll do anything for us. Even if that means us not being able to learn how to do things for ourselves. So me, I wanted to get away from that. At what point do do I become somebody who's just being enabled by my mom and putting getting everything put in my hand? You know what I mean? And and becoming a person who's just complacent and okay with, with everything being handed to me in life. Not going out and getting my own.
0: At well, what At what point? That's know? part of man of manning up, becoming a man. Or becoming an adult of but anybody. Because it's, it's anybody. I look at Monique, too. When she took the leap of going to college. I remember going out to Chico and we didn't know anything. We got lost. We... Did this and that. She went to Chico. She thought that was going to be the school. Everything was good. And ends up being there and we leave. And then, okay, she's going to school here. Nope, never mind. I don't want to go out of school all the way out here. Same thing with San Diego. She was out there in San Diego thinking she was going to go up there and she ends up in Sac. And now, look, she lives up there. She bought a house. She's bought different houses, moved around, and the life is settled now. I think it's. I think it's a lot of taking that leap of faith of okay this is what I want I'm going to make it happen and I'm going to make it happen no matter what. And too many people are scared or or they're they're comfortable in their surroundings of being home or being safe. So you don't you don't take that next step.
1: Yeah, you never have to go out and look for it for yourself.
0: To me one of the most admirable things about you and Jordan is that you took that leap and went Without yeah. knowing what Canada held for you guys,
1: yeah, I'd never even been there. I just uh, was literally watching Tristar and fucking YouTube videos, Baraz teaching Bra- Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, and I'm and I'm like, I'm like, damn, this place looks dope. <laughs> and and
2: then,
1: then when
0: you get there, it was just literally was
1: it? it was everything even more than what I expected. You know, I I put I put the f- not not necessarily the fear, but the nerves, and the emotions and the feelings of the unknown to the side and just put my passion in front. But when you walk off that plane, what was it? What was your first? It was like, I don't know. I had, it was seeing that hard, cold snow, and I was like, damn, dude, I'm really here. <clears throat> you know, and I stepped into the gym. and uh, It's one thing to see something in a video, but then you, when you're really seeing it for yourself in front of your eyes, it's like, wow, I- I'm really here and I'm really doing this. Then, then it, then as I started that first week being in the gym, not knowing anybody, it was like it was super surreal, cause here I am, like all I all I ever did was see these guys on the TV, George St Pierre, Frost, the you know Joe Duffy, the UFC guys that train there, Zach Makovsky, all these dudes. I'm seeing all of them here in the fr- in, in front of my face, training with them, like we're like you know, right here, and it was like wow, it was crazy to go from. Being, having such a, such a, uh, how do I say, it? I I was, I was imagining my dream life, then when I got there, it still didn't seem like the dream,
0: but little do I know, I'm in the dream, in the moment. The process, the process of coming up.
1: Yeah, and here Because when,
0: even when you guys got there, they made you prove yourself, right? Of course, I had to learn. you had to learn, earn your respect,
1: man, it wasn't like. I get here, yeah, I'm here at TriStar, and it's like, oh, yeah, I'm the shit now. And that, and that's kind of like another misconception is these guys that are, are around that limelight, like per, for the, the El Nino, you know? They're around Gilbert, they're around Nate Diaz, hardly, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, they're around these guys. They feed off their energy. They feed off their limelight, but they're not that. They're nowhere near that.
0: You're claiming part of the team, but
1: yeah, exactly. But since they're around that, they think that they are that, but little do they know they got a long way to go, man. And and it's, it's far beyond trying to brag and whatever. It's more so it's you as a person, your character. Like, I I, I don't know. I've never been starstruck. I mean, yeah, there's there's certain idols where I'm like, damn, I like I gotta, you know. Like, damn, you you like
0: the person, but you're not. Oh, this person's. Right, because uh, it's because not because for unachievable me, to you.
1: Exactly that that's my thing is I don't see these people, and I don't see anything in them, or they don't have certain like they don't have a characteristic that I can't possess, or they don't have something that I can't do, you know. So why am I gonna sit here and idolize somebody and be so on their ass about it and want to. Blare them all over my Instagram and I'm with your and name drop. Why? When I could be that name that everybody's going to be dropping or that everybody wants to be around or I'm going to be that person that everybody wants to take pictures with and be around and claim and brag and boast and blare. There, there's literally no difference. It, it's just being able to sit down, say what you want, know what you want, really, and just go after it. And you're going to take whatever... That comes with it. It's like that whole thing about the idea of being a champion. Yeah, they like being a champion. They like the idea. But they don't want to accept what comes with being the champion. They don't want to put the work in. Which which means being in the gym late at night. Not eating your favorite foods. Not being around your friends. Giving up on birthdays. Maybe not even having a relationship. Or maybe you get in a relationship and you fuck up. Or whatever the case may be, you know. Those are the things that you know that you have to kick to the side or keep in your life or whatever it may be. Those are the certain types of it's things that you have sacrifice. to be able to distinguish
0: the sacrifices to to that need up. to be made to be successful. That's the things that people don't see that kids coming up. Okay. I want to make it to the MLB or the NFL or the PFL or whichever league you want to make it to the UFC. Right. That's why these people, that's why not anybody can just make it. That's why the top is lonely. And, and there's nowhere to go from the top once you're at the top and unless it's down and it takes hard work to maintain that top right so that one percent people talk about it's even fewer than that that are at the top
1: and yeah and, and and it also goes you know look at look at the, the the champions they're not all the same man yeah they're champions in that essence they're the same in that essence but they're not the same in 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 the sense of what it took to get there Everybody, everybody's journey is different. My <laughs> journey isn't going to be the same as Jordan's. and Jordan's isn't going to be the same as mine. Yeah, we may do this journey together, but it's not the same. We haven't had, we hadn't, we haven't faced the same adversities, You know? But that's another, that's what separates these champions from everybody else. That 1% you're talking about, what separates them is because they were willing to do whatever it takes to be that person that they knew they are. You know, P- prime example, look at Michael Bisping. How many times did he get to that number one contender spot and lost that fight? Four times, maybe even more, I think. Lost that fight, but still, he knew he was a champion. He knew he was destined to be a champion. He won that fucking belt I mean with, one, with yeah. one
0: eye, bro. He didn't stop. Yeah, exactly. So now you're
1: going to sit here and tell me that nothing is is unattainable. or Dude, there's they won't even let you pass the medicals. If you have one eye, he had to fake being able to see through one eye (laughs) to be able to do, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. It really goes back to, to, to the whole, just the, the, the the hunger for what you want, if you're willing to fight for it. And if you're not, then don't say you are.
2: What's the biggest um, adversity you think you're facing right now? If any,
1: Uh, the biggest adversity I'll ever face is always going to be myself. Yeah. I don't think there's any... I, I, I've realized through everything that I've done, there's never going to be anything or anyone in front of me that I can't conquer or get around or achieve or overcome
2: mm-hmm. that obstacle. But... You're going to be your own worst enemy. Exactly. Get... Wh- what do, what
1: does Russ say? He says, uh, get... Uh, go." I was just reading it today. It was like, good. Something about stop being your, your own barricade pretty mm-hmm. much,
0: but you're going to be your own. You're going to be your biggest critic. You're going to be your biggest <laughs> upset. You're going to be. Yeah. And then there's also the positive side is, okay, look, I did this. You can finally turn around and be like, oh, that was a long road. It wasn't so straight. It wasn't so great, but look, this is where I messed up or this is where I took that loss or this is where I did this. But look how I came back and I bounced back from that. Yeah. No one's ever really going to know what that's like because nobody is you. I mean, we may walk, we may walk alongside you and we may be there. Right. But my mind isn't yours. It's like I told you when you did the the, the boxing for me, that was the best night, the greatest highlight, the everything, everything was just right. It's like, Okay, you you took you took the decision loss. In my mind you won, in the eyes of the crowd you won. Everybody says you won, less the judges. But everybody was authentic, everybody showed you love, everybody yeah. Everything was just perfect. And there's been other wins where you win and it's and it and it's knockout wins and everything's good and it's and it wasn't the same. That night, the boxing night, I'll never forget that night. And it's not even like it was your world. We were outside of our world. I was outside of my world. You were outside of your world, but everything was right.
1: Yeah, and and I think that's the thing is I'm able to adapt. It wasn't my world, but I went there and made it my world, you know? And I I don't know, I, I ever since a little kid, dude, I, I always knew I was like I I knew I was I knew I was special in the sense of my abilities and in my mind i was always super creative and i was always just like <laughs> i wasn't i wasn't like every other kid you know i don't know I, like even in school i feel like the teachers always try to shut me up cuz I,
0: I i would just cuz we th- we thought different than everybody else yeah and they would always we didn't they would always fit in the just mold. try to
1: get me away because they don't want everybody else to catch on to their bullshit or whatever it may be you know Yep. Even uh, yeah, even as a kid, dude, I I knew I was just uh, m- my mind was something different.
0: We didn't fit the mold. We didn't fall and in I line to everybody and and do exactly the perfect student that they wanted that gave them no hustle, no hassle. We were always ourselves. We weren't scared to say what we felt. We weren't nothing. There was no fear in us to hold us back. And I think that's what you also have on your side is I'm going to move here. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do this and and you, and you work to make it happen. Inside the gym and inside the ring or cage or whatever, there's nothing that's going to hold you back.
1: Yeah, and and that's and that's what I was saying uh about the obstacles and the problems that I'm facing. Like there's nothing on the outside that's going to phase me. You can't break me. Like that's what I realized. There's nothing that's going to break me nobody, nothing, but the only one that can is me, and I, and I think, and I think that's another thing, is I've always been able to look in the mirror and take a step back and reflect, okay, uh, I've been doing this bad, I've been doing that bad, I've been doing this good, I've been doing that good, but I've always been able to (laughs) take that step back and look at the bigger picture say, okay, this is leading to here, and this is going to lead to here. It's like a maze, you know? You're in the maze. You can't see where you're going. You're bumping into shit and whatever, you know? You take the wrong step, take the wrong way. That's because you're in it. But once you stand above and hover above that maze, then you can find the path, and you're like, oh, okay, this is how you get around it. You know, in the, in the moment, you're in it. You can't see it. But when you're on the outside looking in, that's when you see everything. And I think that's one thing I've been able to do that nobody else can. They don't have that self-awareness. They can't see themselves digging a hole for themselves, knowing that in the end, they're going to be the one to lay down there and someone else is going to cover it for them. Nah, bro, I'll dig that hole for myself and I'll realize, okay, this is for me. Yeah, okay, let me cover it up and I'm getting away from it.
0: You know, I, I, I think that's one big thing that... I think it's t- young fighters too are coming up as fighters. Too many people are concerned with the, with the wins and being tough and being hard and being the
2: undefeated
0: yeah your your undefeated record too but your image is is more important than what actually goes on so no one's going back if they took a loss or if they if they got hit or whatever it is they're not going back and 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 studying of okay i messed up here so maybe next time i don't throw my i'm not throwing haymakers coming out or maybe next time i don't uh fall into a triangle or, or or whatever. I don't try out something that I don't know. Too many people think they know everything, but really know nothing. Too many people are caught up in their own mind thinking that their Instagram feed and their face, Facebook or whatever, their Snapchat, whatever it is online is who they are. So the misconception is, okay, I'm good here. Everybody told me I'm good. I got 35,000 likes. Now I'm going to go in here. And then 30 seconds later, you're tapped out, or you're knocked out, or whatever. Your hands not raised.
1: Yeah, and tha- and that's another problem, bro. Is everybody looks for the external to give them the motivation and the 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 the, the pep talk, or whatever, like whatever to get them pumped up. They need the outside forces and everybody on validation. the outside. Yeah, exactly. The validation they need. Everybody else to believe in them so they believe in themselves. When in reality, all you need is you to believe in yourself. Like I told you, you know. How many times did my my tia Tucci tell me I'm an idiot because I want to get punched in the face and I don't know what and I'm never gonna and you know, I'm never gonna make a living from it? Or whatever she said to me. Who wants to do this for the rest of their life? <laughs> there you go. Exactly. I don't need her to believe in me. Like I said, I know what I'm capable of, and if I put myself to it, I know how I'm gonna come out. And like I said, from day one, I knew I was a champion, and I know I'm a champion, and that's how I'm gonna finish a champion. And and that's just.
0: Well, that that's too. it. You could have wrote on anybody's wave. You could have wrote on Aaron Pico's when you wrestled, when you met uh, Cejudo out in uh, in Mexico, or when you got to TriStar and you saw GSP, or you saw Faraz or whoever else you saw at that gym, or when you were at uh, Scrap Pack and Gilbert was there, right? or at High Rollers when Nick was there, or you pick Wh- pick whatever, pick whatever yeah. you want. Whatever, yeah. Or when you met me.
1: Yeah, chill <laughs> out. <off. laughs> <laughs> but, no, nah, yeah, I I know what you mean. It's it's easy to to. It's like that little picture you sent. It's easy to look. The pencils, they're all sharpened, and there's one that's been used. And it, it says see. it's easy to look sharp when you haven't done any work. So, and it goes back to that. It's easy to look like you're doing it and you're living the life and you're a big superstar when you didn't put the work in. You're, you're living
0: off somebody else's shit. What's yeah. worse is when you're undefeated or whatever, and you have one fight in four years, eight years, ten years. and
1: but, Dude, and that's what I'm saying. How is it that in, in the matter of less than three years, I've racked up more fights than all those guys? Than most people. Mo- more, f- even finishes in general. I have, s- what, five finishes?
0: In seven fights? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Dude, there's nobody, like... These guys go in there with this little patty cake, grab-ass mentality. Bro, I'm in there to kill you, literally. And, and and I don't care what anybody says. You start feeling bad, like, how can you do that? Fuck that shit. I, I'm, excuse my language, but fuck that shit, for real, bro. You, you really don't understand. Pe- nobody understands what it's like to go step in there, have a door get locked, and you have to l- look at somebody, look another dude in the eyes and know that he's trying to kill you. Literally. If that ref isn't there, your life is gone. Choked out, broken limb, getting punched your face at whatever you're getting beat to a pulp. You're gonna be a vegetable after if that referee isn't there. So now you look at the circumstances, you know, you're in a game of life or death, literally. And I don't care, bro. If I die in there, be happy for me because that's what I would would have wanted to do. I would I'll, I'll fucking love, I'll enjoy dying in there because that's what I love to do. So when people sit there and they they have this thing of like. How can you feel about another human? But not fuck that man. You don't. They, they, you just don't understand. Nobody understands until you've gone in there and you've felt it and experienced it. Okay, maybe I'll listen to you. But if you've never felt it, if you've never experienced it, let alone even trained a day in your life, shut the hell up, man. Straight up. And 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 it, uh, and, and it's the same thing th- with this with this little internet beef shit. You think I'm going to sit here and I'm going to go back and forth with you in the comments section? Nah, bro. Sign the contract, close the door, and we're going to see who's really about it. That's that's, it. that's that's when that's when the shit comes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I you, know. You can, you can run your mouth all you want on social media. Tell people you're the baddest and the biggest and the best. But go out there and prove it now. Ah, but when the time comes, you don't want to fight because you got to go to Thailand to learn some kicks, right? But you've been doing uh, taekwondo your whole life. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. You tell me, man. It's it, it's really like appalling to see these dudes, and it, for me, it's not even that I hate or that I have animosity. I feel disrespected. But the game, yeah, it's, a game, it, part it's of the game. It that's my thing is I respect of what I you feel put in. disrespected when somebody says they're the best in my weight class, and they've had less than three. You haven't even fought without shin pads yet, dude. Oh, you're the best. Wait till I put this shin on the side of your lemon ass head, dude. Then we'll see who the best is. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's, it's not, it's not a, I don't have any
0: hate. I don't have any animosity towards anybody.
1: No, it's a respect. You do do your thing. Yep.
0: Because when people tell me, oh, I can do that. I'll just watch it on YouTube. Exactly. Come watch it on YouTube and exactly come to work and point. see how quick I fire you, bro. You
1: feel disrespected
0: that somebody is going to speak on your profession thinking that they know what it takes to do what you do. You didn't put the time in. You didn't go to work. You didn't whatever. Yeah, you can figure out some things on YouTube. I figure out a lot of things on YouTube. But don't step to me and tell me you got it. Same thing in the ring, or same thing in the cage, or same thing in the gym, or anything in life. Someone comes and steps to you on photography. I tell you this all the time. People want to charge and raise their prices and be, oh, I'm this good, and I'm your work is trash. Raise your prices. Know your worth. You, too, know your worth. Also, also, though, <coughs> uh,
1: it goes back, okay. I was, saw this thing that said there's a lot of, there's a lot of people out there that are way more unqualified than you doing what you want to do simply because
0: they believe in they themselves. Can do it, yeah. So they're trash. As opposed to <laughs> I'll be the first one to tell anybody they're trash. As
1: opposed to hating and speaking down on somebody or talking negatively on somebody's business or their hobby or their passion, whatever they do. Just the bottom line, speaking down on people. Just because you don't have the balls and the heart or the 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 motivation to go after what you want
0: shut up that's the worst part is when you talk about it and you don't do anything about it exactly yeah. i'll talk about it but at least i'll try it at least i'll get in there at least i'll do whatever i don't i don't sh- i don't talk about people and shoot them down just f- for fun i'm more of a let's let's talk reality you're not great you don't know how to do this you don't know how to do that and maybe I'm the guy you needed to hear so that you could work and figure out how to do something. Yeah. And if I'm hated for that, I'm hated for that.
2: I just say, like, I know I'm not the best, but I know I'm good at what I do.
0: That's exactly what so I say. If I you want to come here, come uh,
2: here. If you don't, then I'll r- recommend you to somebody else. But
1: yeah, exactly. So, yeah. you know, and and, and it kind of goes back to this the thing with the training and getting people to, to come pay money to come train. Dude, I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and, and try to make make people see my worth. I'm not yeah. going to sit here and explain to you, you don't that gotta I, convince I'm somebody. the best trainer or that I'm this I'm not. Nah, either you do it or you don't, and if you want to go waste your money somewhere else, be my guest. But if you want Don't to come it, over
0: here and waste our time.
2: I don't get that about people either. Like I feel like people put so much time and effort into hating on people. It's like just Say congrats, bro. Or good for you. Like who cares? Like if you don't like them, they don't want to see you happy. Nobody wants to see you happy.
0: Nobody wants to see you on top. Nobody wants to see unless they can get it with you or they can ride it with you. Or they can benefit. Look at my picture I took with him.
2: Everything's transactional. Nobody
0: wants everybody wants to see you doing good.
1: Just not better than them. Yeah. Exactly. And that's and that's so so when when it starts to get to a point where you guys used to be at the same level. Now you're hovering over them, and you're in a better position. they gotta talk you down and stoop you back down to their level simply because they knew who you were before all that, but you're not that person anymore. You've evolved, you've gotten better, you changed your ways, habits, whatever it was, and that's the thing I think it it, it the 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 envy in the world is what's gonna be the end of everything of everything, even even this whole racism thing. look, yeah, okay. Prime example: Every the Black Lives Matter, but now look at all, all everybody else. All but Arabic lives matter too, and Brown lives matter too. The envy. Why is, and in, instead of just joining the cause and coming together as one, and tearing the cause down for everybody, this isn't
0: a target of just Black people. It's it's a whole. It's a it's a race as a whole. It's a racism. Everything runs around, and everybody gets treated unfairly.
1: Right. Yeah. But why is it that? You have to and now. Now everybody's envying that the black lives are being saved, dude. This isn't a cause for just black lives. It
0: shouldn't be a competition, anyways. When it comes to lives being mattering or lives being saved or lives being taken or whatever, you know, it yeah, everybody yeah. holds importance.
2: I mean, I say with all of that, the you know everything that went down with that poor guy. That all starts at home. I mean, I sure. grew up mixed, and I never knew I was white or whatever. I was just. Me. My family didn't treat me different because I was lighter right. or tan <laughs> and they were black. That was it. Yeah,
1: and, and anything you and anything you learn you can unlearn. So if you're if you're taught to be a racist, you can taught to not be one. It just just like you can taught to you can be taught something the wrong way, right? Maybe yeah. somebody didn't teach you I don't know, didn't teach you how to wash dishes. Now you unlearn how to wash the dishes badly and you learn
0: how to do them correctly. You can always right. unlearn your bad habits.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Unless you don't want it, it all comes down to want Want Does yeah. a person want it? Mm-hmm. Do you want to succeed or do you want to be mediocre and ride mediocrity to the end? Do you? And w- that's uh, and that's
1: yeah, and that's something that I'm. I'm like I said. I'm not here to shoot people down. I'm not going to talk negative on anybody. You do your thing. I don't care. Why? Cuz simply because I'm doing my thing. But on the flip side, I don't want to be looked at somebody who's uh you know, like I'm a known figure and I'm a, and I got somebody with great achievements, but his character is shit. I'm not going to be that person. Look at look at look at how many people love McGregor because of what he did. But now he's out over there punching old men at the bar and you know what I'm saying? <laughs> doing stupid ass shit. And li- and it goes back to, to to the whole thing of people will always remember the last thing you did. They're going to remember Conor McGregor by that last Donald Cerrone fight. He just retired. They're going to remember him by that Donald Cerrone fight. They're not going to remember he's a double champ or that he's a this, he's a that. They're going to always remember the last thing you did.
0: No one's ever going to be good enough for anybody. Of course not. No matter if you're the guy at the bottom or you're the guy at the top, no one's ever going to be good enough for anybody because it's not them. If they want what you, if you have what they want, you'll never be good. And that's, I mean, that's, that's it. So what was this topic? There was no topic. <laughs> topic here. We talk about whatever we want to talk about. And if you want to follow the journey, let the people know where they can find yeah, you. At. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Ulysses Molina MMA, or you can find uh, my YouTube channel, two, four, six, the movement. Um, any emails or business inquiries, yeah, you could hit my email up, MolinaUU at gmail.com, or the business email, 246themovement at gmail.com.
0: Make sure you follow The Movement at uh, on YouTube. Uh, you could see little by little of, of what goes on. Bits, it, bits and life, pieces of the of journey. Inside and outside of the ring, and mostly what goes on in the gym. And uh, if you guys got any ideas of anything you might want to see, let us know.
1: Feedback, ideas, comments, whatever. I'm always willing to listen to
0: any uh, improvements, I guess. If you've got anything you want to add to the journey that is of value, we also are open to that. Taking sponsorship applications. Where can we?
2: (laughs) Oh, me? Yeah, find you. (laughs) Uh, You can find me on Instagram at Ava Otis underscore designs.
0: And you can't find me, so don't look for me. But you can find me (laughs) at one of those pages that were mentioned before. That's it.
2: Bye.